Welcome to the April 6, 2022 podcast of Wisdom Today. Hello, my name is Bill Kelly. I'll be your host today, and we're going to be studying Proverbs 6. Before we do that, let's open in prayer. Father God, thank you for anyone within the sound of my voice. Lord, I pray that you would open their ears to hear, their eyes to see, and their hearts to receive what you would have in store for them today. Lord, I pray that revelation would come to them. Lord, and by something they hear on this podcast today, their life will improve from this point forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's begin with verse 1 of Proverbs 6. My son, if you become surety for your friend, if you have shaken hands in pledge for a stranger, you are snared by the words of your mouth. You are taken by the words of your mouth. So do this, my son, and deliver yourself, for you have come into the hand of your friend. Go and humble yourself. Plead with your friend. Give no sleep to your eyes, nor slumber to your eyelids. Deliver yourself like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter, and like a bird from the hand of the fowler. Go to the ant you sluggard, consider her ways and be wise, which, having no captain, overseer, or ruler, provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. How long will you slumber, O sluggard? When will you rise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, So shall your poverty come on you like a prowler, and your need like an armed man. A worthless person, a wicked man, walks with a perverse mouth. He winks with his eyes. He shuffles his feet. He points with his fingers. Perversity is in his heart. He devises evil continually. He sows discord. Therefore, his calamity shall come suddenly. Suddenly he shall be broken without remedy. These six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. My son, keep your father's command, and do not forsake the law of your mother. Bind them continually upon your heart. Tie them around your neck. When you roam, they will lead you. When you sleep, they will keep you. And when you awake, they will speak with you. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law a light. Reproofs of instruction are the way of life, to keep you from the evil woman, from the flattering tongue of a seductress. Do not lust after her beauty in your heart, nor let her allure you with her eyelids. For by means of a harlot, a man is reduced to a crust of bread, and an adulteress will pray Upon his precious life. Can a man take fire to his bosom and his clothes not be burned? 
Can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be seared? So is he who goes in to his neighbor's wife. Whoever touches her shall not be innocent. People do not despise a thief. If he steals to satisfy himself when he is starving, yet when he is found, he must restore sevenfold. He may have to give up all the sustenance of his house. Whoever commits adultery with a woman lacks understanding. He who does so destroys his own soul. Wounds and dishonor he will get, and his reproach will not be wiped away. For jealousy is a husband's fury. Therefore he will not spare in the day of vengeance. He will accept no recompense, nor will he be appeased, though you give many gifts. Okay, we're going to look at verses 16 through 19, these six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him, a proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. Okay, let's look specifically at verse 19 now. A false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. Okay, what exactly is one who sows discord? Well, I'm glad you asked. If we take a deeper look at this proverb, and if we go back to verses 12 through 15, it says in my Bible, it's in called the wicked man. So what does the wicked man do? Let's take a closer look. A worthless person. A wicked man walks with a perverse mouth. He winks with his eyes. He shuffles his feet. He points with his fingers. Perversity is in his heart. He devises evil continually. He sows discord. Therefore, his calamity shall come suddenly. Suddenly, he shall be broken without remedy. Guys, what are we talking about here? I think we all know. We've all been around people who like to talk about other people. I'm not sure if you're one of those people or not, but I've... I've been around people like that, and I've participated in things like this. I try not to. I have in the past, though, and I'm a little bit embarrassed to say that, but I have made mistakes. But basically, we're talking about a gossip. And guys, if you've ever been around certain people, some people just absolutely love to gossip, and they'll talk about their boss, they'll talk about their employer, They'll talk about a friend. They'll talk about this. And guys, my advice, stay away from people like that. Because what I've learned, if they're talking about somebody behind their back, pretty soon they'll be talking about you behind your back. So we are kind of advised, and God sits there and says, this is one of the things he hates. 
Now, I want to go back to verses 16 through 19. It talks about the sixth thing that God hates. And whenever we have something like this, in English, when you have six things lined up like this, ordinarily, what that means is they go from the least important to the most important. So in this particular case, we start with a proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, and 19 says a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. So what God is telling us that the one thing he hates more than anything is someone who sows discord among the brethren. I want to take a closer look at what Peter Kroll has to say about this. Now, he says that we should refuse to join the gang. Okay, this is what he says. The sower of discord points with his finger in an effort to persuade others to join his team. He's a sneaky communicator, and his destructive power lies in his ability to recruit. Whenever someone has a complaint against another person, your best response is, did you talk to that person about it? Sowing discord is one of the most prevalent and most disregarded sins in the church today. We think of gossip as something that happens on daytime talk shows, and we ignore it in the fellowship hall. We think slander deserves discipline only if it's intentionally and overtly deceitful. Perhaps we'll confront those who purposely spread bad reports about others. But Proverbs is just as concerned to confront those who endorse those reports by giving them a hearing. <clears throat> okay, I'd like to skip over a few days to Proverb 26. And in Proverb 26, beginning in verse 20, it says, Where there is no wood, the fire goes out. And where there is no tail-bearer, strife ceases. As charcoal is to burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. The words of a tail-bearer are like tasty trifles, and they go down into the inmost body. Fervent lips with a wicked heart are like earthenware covered with silver dross. He who hates disguises it with his lips and lays up deceit within himself. When he speaks kindly, do not believe him, for there are seven abominations in his heart. Though his hatred is covered by deceit, his wickedness will be revealed before the assembly. Whoever digs a pit will fall into it, and he who rolls a stone will have it roll back on him. A lying tongue hates those who are crushed by it, and a flattering mouth works ruins. 
Guys, this is so, so important that God does not like this stuff. I like what it says where there's no wood, the fire goes out. If you are joining a conversation, if you are talking about someone with gossip, and if also all of a sudden somebody closes their mouth, you have the choice. Am I going to add fire to this? Am I going to add wood to this fire? Am I going to be participating in this? And my advice to you would be stay as far away from that as you can. Because once I said earlier, <coughs> if they are talking about you behind somebody else's back, pretty soon they're going to be talking about you. But it's just such a bad, bad habit to get into. <coughs> you guys know all know the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. How do you want to be looked at? And I want to just go over one more verse, and then I'm going to just add a few more comments. It says in Galatians chapter 6, beginning in verse 7, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Guys, we are to do good. If you have a choice, you are to do good. God is good. We are to be like him. If we are following Christ, we are to follow the example that Jesus set for us. Whatever we sow is what we're going to reap. If you want to have friends, you sow friends. Friendship, courtesy, kindness, love, graciousness. That's what we sow. You do not sow strife. You do not sow discord. If you sow that, you're going to reap what you sow. I know what I would like. For the longest time, I used to be living in the flesh, and I only thought about the things that I could see the things that I could taste, the things that I could do that. But then I realized, once I got closer to God and really started digging into the Bible, I realized that there is a spiritual realm. And once you realize there is a spiritual realm, there's a lot of things that are going on in this world that we have to key in and we can do this. Most of us call it a sixth sense. We just have it, and a lot of times people call it just a gut feeling. <coughs> Guys, if you ever have heard of that, and you have something, and just sometimes you'll get a check in your heart, eh, I shouldn't participate in this thing, and you're having a gut check, that is your spirit talking to you and saying, stay away from that, stay clear of that. That is not what we're supposed to be doing. Hopefully you've enjoyed this today. I'm going to 
Never close a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So I'm just going to say, if you have never taken that step, and if you've never personally received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I invite you to do that today. Or if you are aware of God, you're going to church, but you know you'd like to have a deeper personal relationship with God, I invite you to join me in prayer as well. So let's just bow our heads. Father, thank you for your son Jesus. Thank you for sending him to earth so that we could be saved. Jesus, thank you for dying on a cross for me. Thank you that you have forgiven me of all my sins, past, present, and future. Thank you that you care so much about every detail of my life. I make you my Lord and Savior. Guys, if you prayed that prayer today, I'd like you to reach out to me. Please send me an email. Or if you have any questions at all about anything at all we've discussed today, if you guys are having stuff going on in your life, if you're depressed for any reason, having any marital issues, things like that, please reach out to me with any questions you have. You can reach me at Bill Kelly. 0807 at protonmail.com, and I'll write it out for you. Bill, B-I-L-L, Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y, K-E-L-L-E-Y, 0807 at, oh, 0807, <laughs> let me do it again. Bill Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y, 0807 at protonmail.com. And before we close... I'd like to uh, give anyone an opportunity just uh, the Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you, the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Please join me again tomorrow as we further explore wisdom today.